0: Welcome to the Caregiven Podcast. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. And long story short, we have Caregiven. We are two mom entrepreneurs who have built an in home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. Almost 14 years later, we felt called to create this podcast as a resource for families with caregiving needs. Whether you care for a family member or are looking for advice on
1: professional caregiving, we want this to be a platform to support you. Each week, we will come to you with encouraging stories of families who have found the right balance for their loved ones, tips for how to care for them and you, and much more. We hope you continue to join us each week as we share in this exciting new journey together.
0: Hello, Sunshines, and hello, Julie. How are you today? I am good, Inga. How are you? (laughs) I'm good, except for the weather and the daylight savings. Oh,
1: double whammy. (laughs) I know. What is going on? It's so cold. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. We are truly getting like February weather right now. It is. cold. It's wild too because it like it snowed mm-hmm. all
0: of the snow, mm-hmm. and then it, I'm I'm at least glad that it got cold. To be honest with you, because I don't like the
1: slushy and the mushy and the yeah. wet and the yuck. Yeah, I'd rather have it cold and not True. mucky. I do have my eldest child is out hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot disclose the place because it's so <laughs> no secret or something like. However, this. eastern Montana, so that's a big area, right? <laughs> but. Last night, I had said, You got to at least give me that little area that you're at. So if I ever needed you, and it's like a billion <laughs> out, and the area circumference is like this, right? <laughs> anyway, so she gives me the town and says, We're about 30 miles out. And I right. said, Well, at least I know the town, right? Well, um, so we, as the nighttime news came on, they were saying that that place was going to be negative 25 to negative 35 wind chill. Oh, Oh, the wind chill. Now oh, like, that's bad. Now that sounds super duper uber fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And people pay a lot of money to do it. <laughs> I was like, that better be one heck of a ear. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, what we do for our activities, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, they're out there just killing it. And I just, okay. <laughs> yeah. Send pictures. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of activities, how active are you? You know, you know, you know, that's a daily thing with me. Um, during um, the day, you know, we're pretty sedentary because we're yep. at our desk, but we, you and I both have those desks that we can stand up yep. and sit down, so that's really cool. Yep. And then um, in the office, our off, our offices are upstairs, so there's yep. the stairs to do, and I think mm-hmm. that's really good. But once 5 o'clock hits, man, we're both at the house, <laughs> and I've got, you know, an hour to an hour and a half, maybe sometimes two hours of chores at night, yep. and that's unrolling hose, mm-hmm. rolling hose. Just 50 pound sex, a grain, you know, you just farm mama fitness. Stuff. That's right, that's right. And so, I feel like, you know, I'm just like, how am I getting all my steps in in just like two hours, right? And then the problem is, though, at this time of the year, because you're talking about daily daylight savings, mm-hmm. is it's now dark when we get home, I so know. I feel like like it's time to go to bed. Well, and I haven't been feeling well, so I actually. I'm going to bed.
0: <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. In the summertime, active, active. As right? long as it's light outside, I feel like we're outside doing something with the mm-hmm. sheep. Uh, I might just be petting the goat, you know, whatever. But um, with the weather and that being darker, it is hard for me to stay
1: motivated. Oh, yucky. It's hard. For sure. I, I love it when we actually think during the days when it's nicer mm-hmm. out to say, oh my gosh, let's take 10 and go take a nice walk real yep. quick. And that's you know re- real refreshing, and it makes me feel more active. Yeah. But uh, truly, um, whenever I go for physicals and stuff, they always say, "How active are you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, this is my life." And they're like, "Well, because you do so much on the farm, right? We get you. Right. right. You're you're in pretty good shape." Yeah. And I said, "Well, that's what makes me mad because I should be this thick big around." <laughs> All those calories that you're burning
0: out there. Yeah. yeah. I get Mm -hmm. it. So my youngest, Bailey, has actually been doing this hoop fit thing. Have you seen those? It's like the hula hoop that has a a ball, like a weighted ball on it. And so you're literally just like hula hooping, but it's exercise. She's been doing that every night. She's like, I go do my hoop fit. Oh, cute. (laughs) But um, it's really cute. But then she showed me yesterday, I think it was a, actually like a um, portable treadmill type thing that you can put at your desk, those stand-up desks like we have. Oh, And it's literally a treadmill. Where you oh, could just stand at your desk and that. walk. I know. Uh, I was thinking, uh, like, I was watching a video of a girl doing it, and I was like, I wonder how many times she, like, fell off of that thing figuring it out. Because I would for sure do that. But I'm willing to give
1: it a try. Oh, no. Uh, forget it. I can't. <laughs> I just envision head through a computer screen. Oh, <laughs> well, you'll go backwards. Well, no, not. I'm a little front-centered here. <laughs> a little top-heavy? Yeah. <laughs> Come Oh my gosh! Oh, I didn't know that they had those. I didn't know that either. But I, I'm going to look
0: into it a little further. No. I don't
1: think they're super expensive. No. Last time I stood on a balancy <laughs> thing, we talked about that one time. I just about killed myself. So no, that's that a would hard be, task, and, and that's right? also multitasking. How can you possibly walk as you're doing your work? I don't know, but I bet it adds to the longevity
0: of your life. Not if you kill yourself. <laughs> but- Put your head through the screen. <laughs> this is true. Your heart might be like in better shape, but
1: your bones will be broken. Oh, Lord <laughs> Almighty. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. I, I even struggle sitting there. You know, the little spiky things. Yes. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, how am I going to do that? Well, I'm typing. <laughs> <laughs> I think my limbs and my brain could all do that all at once. It might. Can you like
0: pat your, what, rub yeah. your tummy and pat your head or whatever at the same nope. time? <laughs> oh look it i did it yay good job whoop, so whoop. you could you could figure it out oh i don't want to I have though faith. forget it okay <laughs> it's way too <laughs> it's
1: almost as bad i right, broccoli. working <laughs> on you <ya.
0: laughs> broccoli almost killed you <laughs> treadmill for sure will <laughs> oh my goodness all right well we better get on with this yes. show <laughs> uh, the verse of today mm-hmm. this is third john um chapter where are we here chapter one verse two and it says Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul.
2: Yes.
1: Talk to me. Well, basically, we're talking about health today. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's part of health is having that um, all-around fitness, Mm -hmm. and that includes your spiritual as well. So. There you go. I
0: agree. (laughs) If you have a verse that you'd like to send to us, please do that. You can email it at thecaregivenpodcast at gmail.com. I feel like perhaps there's something happening behind me with a naughty cat. Mm -hmm. What's going on back there? Oh, she's, she's,
1: (laughs) she's mad about the treadmill too.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Anywho, just let me know if she's going to like launch onto my back or something. Could happen. It could. She's unpredictable that way. (laughs)
1: What did you bring for a good news story today, Julie? Edna's 101st birthday wishes from her favorite comedian. Oh. Oh, Edna. I love the name Edna. What a great name. Edna. Oh, gosh. So her uh, favorite comedian is Billy Connolly. Okay. And um, anyway... She had her 100th birthday during the COVID lockdown. Okay. So where she lives at this assisted living, the staff appealed to thousands for cards, and they actually sent this comedian, Billy, a personal message. And uh, so anyway, uh, he did do a video to her from where he lived in Florida, and he told his delighted 100-year-old fan, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday. 101, that's spectacular. Well done. <laughs> oh, that is spectacular. Oh, I got to tell you, though, sometimes when you get some famous person to reach out, it just lifts you so high. Oh, yeah. But this gal, she also got thousands and thousands of cards. Oh. I remember one time um, where my brother Andrew got this um, fi- fifth, five-time world champion steer wrestler to message my dad. <gasps> oh my gosh! And it was very cool. He goes, "Hey Dan, how are you, cowboy?" Oh. It was the sweetest sweetest thing. And then what was really cool is then down the line Andrew ran into him again at some point and asked about dad and just followed up on it. Oh. But it was so sweet because dad was all about that rodeo thing, right? Yeah. And and to have uh, Luke Brank Quido, I think is how to say his name. I probably just killed it. Anyway, but that was very cool. And that's kind of similar to Edna's story. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there's just something special about that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you think that like a happy birthday from your kid or a grandkid <laughs> or something would be the most
1: important. But if you can get a well-known comedian mm-hmm. to tell you that you're spectacular, I have made it. I wouldn't mind if The Rock told me happy birthday. <laughs> yes. get on the, would you get on that, would you? <laughs> okay. Got that, write that
0: down. Oh, Melissa. and I've got to start <laughs>
1: reminding people my birthday's in about six months. Oh,
0: perfect. Yes. <laughs> Definitely need to get that memo out. Shopping,
1: shopping days are getting close.
0: <laughs> oh, Jules, the you cracked me up. Birthday queen. Well, mine is not so much <laughs> you are a queen. You are. <laughs> um, it's not a good news story necessarily, but it's just a little bit of commentary on something that I very much appreciate in our great state of Montana. So, um, if you are listening to this or know us personally, you know we live in Kalispell, Montana, and we're rural. We're not the ruralist of Montana, (laughs) but my particular drive home, um, I do have to go on some country roads, and it's a little ways out of town. So... I find it really, um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of the people in Montana because we have this thing called Deer Hill and Contra Corner. <laughs> and especially as it's starting to get dark, although mm. now it's not dark in the mornings when I'm driving. But anyway, um, as you approach Deer Hill, you can probably understand that this is like a heavy, heavily... Um, trafficked area where deer will cross the road. And Mm. so it becomes very dangerous, honestly for the animals and the people driving. So I love that in Montana, (laughs) as I'm approaching deer Hill with oncoming traffic, if there's something that they see, they will just flash their lights to say like, Hey, be aware. There's something here. And, um, and so I do the same and I have heard now. I can't speak to this personally, but I have heard that in the big cities, you're not supposed to do anything with flashing lights because there are like gang, um, initiation things that go along with that. So look, That up maybe or don't I don't know but anyway (laughs) I feel safe and I feel confident that when lights get flashed at me on Deer Hill or Contra Corner that it's for good reasons. It's a deer gang, not another gang. It's just somebody being conscientious and um and helping their neighbor. So I wanted to share that because it's crazy. I mean that Deer Hill almost daily something Mm. will get schmucked on there and you know some worse than others and that's not good. But anyway, that being said, I wanted to share with you there's a lady and this was years ago that this happened. She had a really good idea about Deer Crossing that she had called into a radio station, <laughs> so I want to play that for our listeners now in case they haven't yet heard it.
1: It's so good. <laughs> Missing is all that's going on there. Now, Donna, you got quite the vent today. It sounds like what's going on with you?
2: Well, I wanted to voice my opinion on something that's been bothering me for a really long time. Okay. Um, I, I tried writing the newspaper and contacting... Uh, TV stations, but nobody seems to want to play with this. So that's why I'm calling you guys. Okay, what's, the, um, what's the issue? Well, <clears throat> over the past few years, I've been involved in three separate car accidents involving deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the population and everything. Um, each of these incidents, they've occurred shortly after I saw a deer crossing sign on the highway. Well, my frustration is that Minnesota and North Dakota Departments of Transportation would allow these deer crossings to be in such high traffic areas. (laughs) I mean, I've even seen them on the interstate. Why are we Mm -hmm. encouraging deer to cross at the interstate? I don't get it. That's such a high traffic area. I mean, I understand that deer are wild animals and they need to travel across the streets occasionally to survive and of course to find food, but um, it seems to me that it's so irresponsible of us to allow these deer crossings to be in areas where these deer are so likely to be struck by oncoming traffic. I mean, Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> um. I mean, it's, it's just—I mean, you think they would put deer crossings maybe you know in you know smaller towns, maybe during a like at a at a school crossing? Would be, it would be a safer place for them to, to cross, Wait. you know, for the deer crossing signs. <laughs> know you say.
1: know, deer crossings aren't telling deer that it's safe to cross there. It's just more of like an alert for drivers so they know it's like a high deer population.
2: The government put the deer crossings there. They can direct the deer population anywhere they want to by moving that deer crossing sign. I mean, you know, why in the world would they place it on the highway or the interstate, you know? <clears throat> I mean, God, there are so many other places I can think of than to put the deer crossing signs on, on busy highways right. and interstate. You seem to be under the misunderstanding <laughs> that the deer
1: are somehow attracted to the deer crossing sign.
2: Well, well, yeah, the deer crossing sign is there to allow the deer to know that's where they need to cross. So you'd like to see these signs move somewhere safer? <laughs> right, If we, have, we can move them. Like, don't put deer crossing signs on the interstate or, or freeways. You know, put them in uh, lower traffic areas, you know, somewhere where the speed limit's, you know, a lot slower, uh-huh. you know, maybe small towns. I don't know. I think school crossings is a good idea. Well, listen, we
1: will, um, yeah, I mean, you say you've tried to contact quite a few people about this.
2: Right, yeah. I, I wrote, like, at least three or four letters. and We you know, will to- spread the word, okay? We will try to kind of help you, <laughs> <bet> you will. <laughs> raise some awareness for this <laughs> issue, okay? Oh, thank you. We need to move those deer crossing signs. We appreciate your (laughs) comment this morning. All right, thanks.
1: Bye. (laughs) 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 That is wild. (laughs) Julie's been watching you the whole time. You're just just holding my head. Oh, it hurts. Oh, you know, we went to a conference one time, and this guy made this said this comment that I just use like every day. I already know what you're going to say common sense is not common practice yes.
0: oh lord I just I, I can't even tell if that was real or not I know it
1: couldn't couldn't have been real. could it be, could real? It
0: be real I hope anyhow so my good news story is just the appreciation that I have for people that are willing to you know alert their oncoming traffic that there might be deer crossing <laughs> even without a deer crossing sign oh my <laughs> word that was actually quite hilarious yeah funny stuff oh my lord well, let's get into the topic of our show today. Right. We are going to be um, talking about activity,
1: how activity may improve longevity. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to talk about the benefits of physical um, activity, functional flexibility activities, real life benefits of exercise, and then we've got some really awesome stories of super seniors. Yeah, that are just they they swear that they're still as fit and able because of the activities they do. <laughs> <laughs> and these activities are crazy, just <laughs> amazing. That at hundred years old, you know, they're doing Still these going. things. Yep. Yeah, it's wonderful. So, uh, really, truly, um, there's a lot of studies mm-hmm. that talk about moving and keeping active. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, what we see a lot is where people will retire or they've just got chronic pain. And so they just tend to sit
2: Mm -hmm. and they
1: don't want to get up because it takes a lot and it hurts. Mm -hmm. But I say this also quite often, use it or lose it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. And, um, but right now, even with um, my grandma, Patsy, poor grandma, she's my, my Guinea pig here on this show. (laughs) um, You know, she's got some problems where, they actually were wondering if she had like a compression fracture. And so they're actually saying to her, well, you just need to sit and be quiet. Well, that's what she wanted to hear. But we're like, wait a minute. The more she doesn't get up and at least move occasionally, is not going to bring bigger, bigger problems down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, so boy, that's a topic. But it's It's interesting. I mean, and like you're saying, a lot of the people
0: that we care for reach a certain point in life, whether Mm -hmm. it's a disease or like you're seeing that chronic pain and they don't necessarily want to get up Mm -hmm. and do anything. But what's so cool about it, and you actually just told me a story about one of our clients, you got a really super good caregiver match in there. Mm -hmm. And the the client loves that caregiver so much. And that caregiver loves to take walks. Mm -hmm. And so now they're doing that. And this is someone who previous to that didn't want to get up, get up for anything. Yeah. So it's
1: neat that you were able to to do that match and have it work out so well. Oh, it worked out so well. And it was so cute because he was just like, I love this guy. (laughs) And he just makes me feel motivated. Yeah. And so it's all about, you know, finding that good match. And then sometimes it surprises you what the, how people click. Yep. So that's exciting as heck. But um, we also had clients that, we had an older gentleman that retired and he had been so active his whole life. He had been a logger. Mm -hmm. So hard, hard work. Mm -hmm. Well, and in his later 70s, he retired and then he sat down. And he didn't want to, you know, they were like, let's go golfing. Let's do this. Let's do that. And he had never done those activities. Mm-hmm. He had always been so successful and so good at what he did mm-hmm. that he didn't want to start fresh on something and, and look stupid. I mean, right. literally, that's what he was told the family. I, yep. I just won't do it. And so he sat down, and that's where he stayed. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they tried to encourage him. So it's a mindset And you get to that point wherever you are, where is your head? And and so these are good things to think about prior to getting <laughs> to uh, your your retirement age. Um, you know, are there activities you need to start looking at? Mm-hmm. Or um, do you need to buy cows? Because <laughs> <laughs> then you'll for sure have something to chase every day. Every day. <laughs> but really, truly, it's a mindset and we can control that. Yeah. But um, also use it or lose it. And that's a really scary thing to lose it because then life is harder mm-hmm. than it needs to be. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so actually uh, there's been tons, like I said, of studies on this. And according to a study recently conducted, um, the functional ability of older people has become better compared to that of older people th- Three decades ago Mm -hmm. so um, and you've heard that we're living longer Mm -hmm. right and so basically the physical and cognitive performance of the elderly between the ages of 75 and 80 was compared to that of the same age group back in the 1990s Mm -hmm. and that doesn't seem like a long time ago (laughs) (laughs) I know (laughs) until you do the math and then you're like (laughs) oh
0: dang yeah I saw a meme that was like 30 years ago and you think that, oh, yeah, like
1: in the 70s? No. <laughs> I know. No, it wasn't the 70s 30 years ago. Oh, my Lord. I about had a conniption the other day when somebody made the comment that my oldest daughter was, oh, next year's her 10 year class reunion. <laughs> it's wild. No, say what? No, it is not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, so that they, um, so these uh, people that did the study said that performance-based measurements describe how older people manage in their daily life, and at the same time, the measurements reflect one's functional age. And <clears> have you ever? played a game and it says, your age is... And when you really stunk at it, you were like 89. And you should be like 30, right? Right, yes. So anyway, the walking uh, speed, reasoning, verbal fluency, working memory, reaction speed, and muscle strength of people between the ages of 75 and 80 nowadays are much better than the people um, same age born in the 1990s. However, lung function tests they didn't observe. Mm -hmm. The uh, research revealed that today's um, older people have lived in a more different world than their counterparts born three decades ago. Mm-hmm. The advancement in technology and science has improved <coughs> the functional ability of older people. These advancements include improvements in healthcare, at the school system, better nutrition, and improving working life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the results of the study suggested that there is a correlation between increased life expectancy and an increased number of years lived with good functionality. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's yeah. just kind of the summary of that. We're getting better these days. Yeah. Yep. 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 (laughs) Yep. Well, they do say activity may improve
0: longevity. Um, Physical activity is vital for your health Mm -hmm. and exercise will help you maintain a healthy weight and prevent chronic diseases ranging from heart disease to diabetes. Um, The physical activity guidelines for Americans um, is recommended that adults get a minimum of two and a half to five hours of moderate intensity aerobic physical activity each week or at least half of that amount of vigorous intensity activity.
1: Mm. Yeah. There is really cool programs out there like Silver Sneakers Mm -hmm. and different places uh, that you can go, and they will just focus strictly on an age group. Mm -hmm. And and they just will focus on the abilities of that person with – Working on rubber bands mm-hmm. or just even sitting yeah, and moving stuff, your feet, yeah. chair stuff and all yeah. of that. So every age there's incredible programs out there and people actually um, go and get uh, certified to do those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Yep. Um, so basically to understand uh, whether uh, older adults benefit from various size, uh, types of exercises, they did data for more than 272,000 participants in a national health survey. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was in the mid 1990s, like I was talking. Mm-hmm. And then they did it again in like 2005 when they had these peop- same people at an average of 70 years mm-hmm. old. The study captured information on health conditions, habits like smoking and alcohol use, socioeconomic status, and diet. Oh, there's that diet thing. Yep. It also recorded participation in seven different recreational activities, running or jogging, cycling, um, outdoors or the stationary bike, swimming, and other aerobic exercises such as class or exercise machines, racket sports, golf, and walking. What's interesting is that, um, okay, so
0: researchers examined the risk of death during the 12 years of the study, and they compared reductions in that risk provided by different levels and different types of physical activity. And actually, the results were published in August of 2022. Mm. So it's crazy to me to think about how much time goes into some of these studies if you're (laughs) starting back in the mid-90s, right? Wow. Yeah, that's wild. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, among older adults who exercised regularly, walking was the most common activity. Mm-hmm. Um, that was followed by other aerobic exercise, cycling, golf, swimming, running, and racket sports. Yeah, Older adults who participated in any combination of the, those activities um, but, but did not meet the recommendations in the physical activity guidelines had a 5% lower risk of death during the study than those who were inactive. Yeah. So those must have been the people that did... They exercised some, but not up to that, like two and a half to five hours, right? Right, right. So they had a 5% um, lower. And then the ones that were considered active, and those were the ones that did actually the recommended guidelines, they had a 13% lower risk of death compared to the inactive participants. And participation in racket sports and running were associated with the greatest risk reductions, but all of the activities provided benefit.
1: Well, I have a problem there. Yeah, I was built for comfort, not for speed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you know that's one of the first things you said to me when we met? in <laughs> And a, at the ra- at your racetrack. I couldn't believe it. You were everywhere. I, I, I mean, I would see you here and then I would see you like a mile away within seconds. But it seemed so fast to me. But at some point you're like, I'm built for comfort, not for speed as you're running away.
1: It was great. (laughs) It just ticks me off. Every time I have to get past that one certain speed, I'm just like, dang it. I hate it. Oh. Oh, Oh, gosh. I'm sure it will come as no surprise
0: to people that the risk of death continued to decrease with additional activity beyond the recommended levels. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so... Running was associated with the greatest risk reduction for death from cancer. Oh, wow. Yep. Racket sports were associated with the greatest risk reduction for death from heart disease. <laughs> I would imagine, because isn't that like you're like, hauling butt to get over here to hit a ball, and then you're, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, they move in the racket. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> is that how it goes? I had something
1: like that. You but might, anyway, should be a
0: coach. I <laughs> would look more like a ninja.
1: <laughs>
0: Where's the ball? I don't care. I'm- <laughs> I wish you could see Alyssa, like the listeners. <laughs> She's very impressed right now,
1: as always.
0: Anywho, oh. uh, they found that all types of recreational activities that get people moving are associated with greater longevity. So, most important thing in an inactive older adult that an inactive older adult can do to improve their health is to find an activity that they
1: enjoy and yeah. and something that they can stick with. You know. I was thinking about it. My mom loves to walk. Mm-hmm. She's very, very diligent. She'll take her dog with her, and they just take a nice walk. Your mom dances. Yep. Line dancing. Line I think she dancing. might be the leader of the line dancers for a couple.
0: She might be teaching uh-huh. the class for a couple of weeks, I think. Oh, how fun me. is that? Yes. She loves it
1: so much. Yeah. I was watching a... Well, I was watching a cartoon last night, but it had <laughs> dancing in it. Yes, and it's and I was thinking about it. It's that river dancing. Oh yeah. And I was just like, how do those people move their feet I, like that? And from the waist up, they're not moving at all. Yeah. And I couldn't do it because I'm not built that way. <laughs> <laughs> For number one, but I was just like, even in a cartoon, that looks hard.
0: <laughs> I don't understand.
1: It, I I mean, because it's beautiful. I love the music. I love the everything. And they just they just hold their Top yeah. halves just right, and then they're—it's just like a—that's a lot of
0: concentration. It would be like walking on a treadmill <laughs> and trying
1: to type on your—yeah, forget it. It, <laughs> it was more like a duck on water. Yes, up on top of the water, yes, you're just sailing. hanging out, just everything's yep. cool, and underneath your little body's like just go go go. Yeah, I—I I don't get it. Yeah, but I like to watch it though. Got to be a huge, huge, great cardio exercise, I would think. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's talk
1: about functional flexibility functional. Activities, activities for older adults. Okay. So, flexibility training is a good way to become from inactive to active. So, what is that? What is functional? Functional is just making it all work, mm-hmm. getting it functioning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, flexible training may offer a good start towards, like I said, a healthy lifestyle. This type of training may lack the high profile of cardiovascular exercise and strength training, but it can improve range of motion, decrease pain and soreness after exercise, improve posture. Oh, hang on. (laughs) I must improve my posture. Uh Um, what is it? And, um, now I can't read. Um, and decrease muscle tension. (laughs) More importantly, stretching can make the difference in comfort when performing tasks such as putting a shirt or blouse on in the morning or reaching for a cup of tea or coffee. As a result, flexibility can contribute significantly to overall functional fitness, helping older adults safely and effectively accomplish independent activities of daily living. Isn't that the truth? I just can't bend over far enough to put on my socks. Yeah. You know, and that's where... These exercises just keep you limber. hmm Yeah.
0: It's true, man. And stretching feels so good, yeah. actually. Yep. Yeah. Um, consider that most research studies suggest a combination of flexibility training with other interventions, unlike balance, core, muscular endurance, and resistance training, along with some form of cardiovascular exercise. Mm. So
1: the core <laughs> strength. It's huge. It's the big so, deal. So, so important. Keep you centered. Yeah. So
0: guidelines indicate that a flexibility program should begin with a total of five to ten stretches for the upper and lower body. And although the program might focus on muscles um, prone to tightness, such as your hamstrings or the back of your thighs, it should concentrate mainly on an individual's physical requirements. And you can, you should be able to do a physical assessment
1: to help you work that out. So what I'm taking from it is that each person is going to be different totally different yeah. because uh basically you got to do an assessment that says range of motion yeah we have some people that at the beginning are are very very limited mm-hmm. um just because of arthritis or a past injury mm-hmm. um and then also that popper uh pauper, proper proper <laughs> posture <laughs> yes and biomechanics are important because then we tend to overcompensate or strain to complete a stretch and isn't that interesting that you know you've you've got a hitching your get along so what you do is you walk a little bit different oh yeah and then all of a sudden that hurts i and hitched my get along <laughs>
0: when i coughed wrong two days ago <laughs> and i've been all sorts of off kilter you <laughs> it, but yes you do overcompensate yeah one thing and then yeah the rest i'll be like why do i hurt over here <laughs> this is not what is going on yeah,
1: yeah it, it tends to radiate and yeah. everything
0: is all when you're um attached yeah when you're using other muscles
1: in place of.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then and then you don't also appreciate a certain appendage or something <laughs> until it hurts. And then you're like, dang, shoot. Wait, we got a guy right now that we're taking care of for just a short amount of time. But he had a rotator cuff surgery. Mm-hmm. And he um, is on his left arm. And, of course, he's left-handed dominant. Mm. Yep. So he's really struggling as he has that in his sling as he's trying to do things with his right hand. So we're just there for, you know, two to three weeks as he gets closer and closer to his baseline. Because he was totally independent at that time. But because of that, he's just off balance in the whole thing. He really had that first week, he had to even remember how to stand up. Oh, boy. Without putting himself at risk. And he's only in his early (laughs) 70s. So it doesn't matter. You know, it can really... You're in a bind. sometimes just for funsies I try to do things
0: with my left hand yeah which is not my dominant hand and then I remember that I don't like that at all and so it's not fun at all so you quit <laughs> so I quit <laughs> um definitely um, assess your range of motion before you would get into anything specific for mm-hmm, yourself and then mm-hmm. they do say that it's wise to stretch slowly and gradually to increase your range of movement and that bouncing <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of guilty of that sometimes. Bouncing should be eliminated. Rather, you need to hold the stretch long enough to feel slight discomfort for 15 to 30 seconds um, while continuing to breathe normally. And each stretch should be repeated at least three times. The best results are obtained if performing stretches, stretching exercises at least two days a week um, minimum and after some type of cardiovascular exercise as cold muscles are much stiffer and harder to stretch than warm muscles.
1: I had not thought of that, but...
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. So um, that what you just talked about, Mm -hmm. there's a couple things there that came to mind. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) a while ago, um, I remember the dreaded incident of the trampoline. um, (laughs) Because trampolines are really, really good exercise, right? They even make the baby ones. Well, you and I got on a big one. And um, that was tragic in terms of people actually having to watch that. <laughs> <It's> and, <tragic. laughs> and so also you need to determine your abilities to be on said exercise, whatever that may be. I'm just going to summarize that real quickly and say people that are built in this, some similar form as myself shouldn't be bouncing on trampolines so just just that's a word of wisdom talia and you know
0: how you know that i have you at all times always (laughs) yes the children videoed it,
1: and I made them I made Get them delete it. it. Yeah. That's how you know I'm a homie. I'm a real homie. Oh, one. my gosh. Yeah. you know, There's I was no sure, evidence. I sure had fun, but nobody else did. <laughs> um, but I haven't been on a trampoline since then. So once again, it would have been great exercise, but um, it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Then the other thing is, as you were reading that, I got to thinking, I went to like TJ Maxx mm-hmm. and got myself a box of rubber bands. Yep and they come in soft, medium and hard. Okay. And so of course I think I went straight to the hard one because I think that I am pretty with it. Yeah. Well, and then so I did my exercises and I'm just like, okay, I'm just I look at me, range of oh, <laughs> range of motion. And I think that's what's problem with my shoulder right now. Oh. Because I probably went like this. Oh. Yeah. And this, and I wasn't supposed to go that way. But see, I didn't ask anybody. I just thought, oh, <laughs> look at these rubber bands. I'm going to fix myself and do these exercises. And yeah. I think I hurt myself. So it's just true. It just, don't do it.
0: Go slow to go fast. Right. I don't should. be a hero, okay? You don't have to go to the hardest
1: of the rubber bands. You got nothing to prove. <laughs> I,
2: yeah. And no. I also had
1: to admit... Med- Maybe I wasn't quite as uh, in shape as I thought I was. <laughs> Dang yeah. it! I hate that. Yeah. It's uh, the worst. Anyway, so that's a word of uh, to the wise as well. Yeah. Don't don't push it. Don't. Yes. Don't push it too hard. Make sure you work yourself into yeah. any situations that yeah. you get yourself into. <laughs> so, uh, real life benefits of exercise, um, basically. Not only is it good physically, but it also helps you mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. and so they talk about endorphins and all of that stuff that man, when you get out and it's sunshine and it's beautiful, it just helps you um and mm-hmm. then just the cardiovascular getting more blood up to the brain and everything that's huge mm-hmm. so yep. so that's good so Staying active, staying active
0: can help you with um, keeping and improving your strength so you can Mm -hmm. stay independent, Mm -hmm. having more energy to do the things you want to do and reduce fatigue, Mm -hmm. Um, improve your balance, and in doing so, reduce your risk of falls.
1: So important. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Basically, staying active can help you manage and prevent some diseases like arthritis, heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, and actually several types of cancer, including breast and colon cancer. You know why? colon because activity helps you poop <laughs> <laughs>
1: that must be what it is <laughs> i don't know about the breast cancer but the colon it's got it <laughs> yeah. you're working okay. that colon more i don't know <laughs> <Okay>. well, <laughs> good, once again we are our, not good, physicians
0: we, we don't work. yeah <laughs> helps you sleep better yes helps you, you reduce levels, levels of stress and anxiety um, helps you to maintain your healthy weight and reduce risk of excess weight gain mm-hmm. control blood pressure right and um, possibly improve or maintain some aspects of your cognitive function, such yeah. as your ability to shift quickly between tasks or planning an activity, mm. and also just to perk up your mood and reduce feelings of depression. That's it's a- kind of true. I mean, yeah, when you're doing something, it's hard, you know, if you're out for a walk or whatever, it's just really hard to not be happy. Well,
1: <clears> for example, you're really weird. Yes, I am too. I resemble that <laughs> remark. You like sitting at your desk and crunching numbers. Yes. The other day Love you it. showed me a spreadsheet <laughs> and all it did was make me dizzy. Yes. I just like, what are you doing? But then also by the end of the day, we both look at each <laughs> yeah. other. We're both cross eyed with the different projects we're doing. And that's when we know we should stop yep. and, and take a break. Yep. Take a 10 minute walk. Or just get away from your desk. We used to do that. We used to stop and do that thing that Brendan Burchard, yeah, you know, that
0: motivational speaker would do. Yes. Like the tap or the, the tapping. Start at the hip. Yeah. And the, yes, we need to do that again. Yeah. Just to
1: get that blood flow. Yep. and
0: Yep. Yeah, get a yeah little movement. but it's
1: so funny because I can always tell when you've just had about enough <laughs> you see my I eyes can see it in your eyes and you just look at me and just like oh she's had enough she just like, got here five minutes ago like oh, head's gonna
0: explode but it's weird because like you said I am weird and that's the type of stuff I love yeah like, I just want to work gosh. on this project and- I am
1: so glad you like that because I hate it yeah and that's what makes this partnership glorious <laughs> really
0: really well true story <laughs> yep there's also emotional benefits of exercise Mm -hmm. like we were talking about reducing the feelings of depression and stress while improving your mood and overall emotional well-being increasing energy levels and improving sleep um and also just empowering you to feel like you're in
1: more control isn't that awesome Mm -hmm. yep Hmm. crazy yes so um once again walking bicycling dancing yoga tai chi but find the activity that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, so now we're going to just bump into a few examples of uh, senior citizens still being active. And and we have a whole, sh- how many sheets of paper <laughs> is this, of examples of, of people that are just amazing? And i got to just t- do a small plug right here for my Uncle John. Yes. He has always been so fit and so active and so incredibly awesome. And he actually does um, has done the the uh olympics for senior citizens oh what yeah that's awesome yeah and so there's even that where people this they still eat you can even walk in it but i think he was running i mean he's just one of those guys oh that's wild yeah
0: i want to read the story that i picked out of here and this is um let's see i think it would be philomena okay or philomena rotundo 100 years old and still (laughs) working 11 hours a day oh my gosh six days a week Oh, yeah. She's been and, people to shame. Uh, in Buffalo, New York. Um, oh. She works at a laundromat, and to her, that seems perfectly normal. She says, I don't believe in retirement. I believe 65 is too young. If I had retired at 65, what would I have done all these years? Oh. I would have gone crazy. <laughs> (laughs) I work because I love people. I want to be around people. She works from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at College Laundry Shop, washing and folding clothes, Mm. something she believes keeps her young. That's why you have sick people in the old folks' home, she said. They didn't have enough to do, and their mind deteriorated. Rotunda, who turned 100 in August, has been working for 85 years outside of the time she, um, she raised her two children with her late husband, who was a bartender. My first job was working at a shoe factory in Anvil, Pennsylvania when I was 15 years old, she said, talk about slave labor. <laughs> I was making about $10 a week, but I worked my 40 hours and never complained. I was glad to have a job. She was a teenager during the Great Depression, which made a strong impact on her work ethic. She has worked in the Buffalo area for nearly 40 years. You have to grow up during the depression to know what it's like to have hard times, she mm. said. What are you going to do? You survive. That's what it makes That's what makes you grow up to work hard and make some money. It makes you independent and able to say you made it through the hard times. Uh, Rotundo lives three doors down from the laundromat and spends her time trying to stay busy. I think being around a lot of people keeps your mind busy, she said. I have to take a walk on Sunday in the afternoon with my dog because I'm not working. (laughs) I don't spend too much time watching TV except the news. I read the paper every day because you get so much more out of the paper. She also hopes that her stamina at 100 years old can show others the value of the older population. I think they throw old people away and forget about them she said not me i want to keep working i think they should keep old people working as long as they can if old people are working and independent it makes them feel so much different how cute
1: <laughs> is she awesome she is adorable oh my gosh oh my gosh 73 uh, year old morgan shepherd made history uh, a Back in 2012 for becoming the oldest driver in history to compete in a NASCAR Sprint Cup Series race.
0: Oh, my gosh. And he also made history
1: in 2013 for leading three laps of the race at the Richmond International Raceway. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, that is incredible because when you're driving, you've got to have all things moving. Watching for your... Can you imagine And how fast was it going? Oh, my
0: gosh. I can't even...
1: I can't even imagine. <laughs>
0: I'll read one more, and this is about a New York barber um, who is the oldest in the world at 107. Anthony (laughs) Anthony Mancinelli is 107 years old. He lives in Hamlet, which is east of um, Binghamton, and he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. He's a full-time barber working 40 hours a week. He has some advice for being able to live so long, saying, well... I advise a lot of people to not quit working. Keep busy. Mancinelli started cutting hair at the age of 11. Not only is he still working full time, but he also lives on his own and
1: drives to work every day. Oh, my gosh. Over the hill to these seniors is not the end. It's just the beginning. (laughs) We'll have to put this in the show notes. Because it talks about uh, uh, the world's oldest competitive sprinter. 105 years old oh, okay. uh, this gal is the oldest living female bodybuilder yeah I mean all of these are just really just incredible exciting stories it yeah. just it lifts your heart oh for sure oh, it's I just, love it
0: it's awesome to see people that just maintain that engagement oh. and yeah crazy yeah,
1: awesome
0: all right well Julie you want to sign us off with a caregiver or with a grandma saying oh I
1: do Um, this is actually written Uh, By Robert Browning, who was an English poet and Mm -hmm. playwright. And he said, grow old along with me. The best is yet to be the last of life for which the first was made. Yeah. (laughs) I
0: love that. I love that. Listeners, if you have a grandma saying, if you have a verse you'd like to share with us, an uplifting story, please do that. You can email those to the Caregiven Podcast at gmail.com. Please go and subscribe if you haven't yet. You can do that on Spotify, Google Podcasts, really anywhere you listen to your podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um
1: j- go join our Apogee Care and Share a Facebook group yep. and yeah, with topics too. I mean, right now I think this is about like our 70th. Oh yes. 70 different topics we've been talking about for wow. over a year now oh, wow. and we just don't quit finding new things to talk about yes. but man if there's a topic that you want us to research and share we yes, will be do. happy to do that send those in yes on do that it. Note, peace out girl scouts oh my gosh have a great day